for those who know me, I don't like protein shaker balls. I always lose the shaker part. Not to mention the protein shake always comes out lumpy. Having a bulky blender takes up too much room and has too many attachments. Therefore, it sits and takes lots of space in my cabinet. But the BlendJet 2 portable blender is easy and convenient to use. You can make quality smoothies like at a bar at home. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is a whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. BlendJet 2 lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Plus, best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend a bit of water with some soap and you're good. BlendJet 2 comes in 30 different colors to choose from. My personal favorite is Walnut, which matches my home decor. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the portable BlendJet 2. Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use my code ITTechTalk12 to get 12% off your order as well as two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Hello and welcome to IT Tech Talk. I'm your host, Joel Ward, and with me today is Catherine. Catherine is the founder of The Awakened Company. She's a best-selling and award-winning author, and she's the expert panel at the Canadian Center for the Purpose of the... Uh, oh, I lost it. Of the... What What I'm looking at? What am I missing here? I'm missing something. Something wasn't sent to me. What are you on the What are you on the panel for? The Canadian Center of uh, Purpose... For Purpose for what? For the purpose of the corporation. Okay, that was that was cut off on uh, my notes, and even in the intake form was not on there, so I missed that. So I apologize. Don't worry, don't worry. And that really hardly describes what uh, we what I'm involved with. I'm also a, a tech startup, so help okay. to start a technology company called Awakenly, uh, awakenly.app, and that is officially launching very soon. However, you can go check it out now. I also teach at in business schools okay. and I'm a serial entrepreneur. I can't help but to create, Joel. Like that's kind of who I am. It it seems like just by reading this profile, like I can, I can introduce you with all of your in amazing things, but it seems like you, you do it all. Like you, you landed in like a thing where you, you, pick a bunch of hats and you've just been doing them all ever since you started. Well, the reality is my focus is on my aim. Everybody should have a personal aim. Mm-hmm. And so my personal aim is to be a universal muse to radiate love, wisdom, and power in service to humanity and the, and the planet and everything I do. The main focus for me though, is the awakened company, okay. which I have some very exciting news. It oh, was please just- share, please share. Yeah, it was just re-released in paperback after seven years. It's been, most business books don't survive very long. And Mm -hmm. The Awakened Company has lasted seven years and it's just been re-released in in paperback. And what we do is we help to consult to organizations in terms of how to create healthy corporate cultures. So explain that a little bit. So explain what that means to people who are new to this. What does that mean? Healthy cultures. Like, what does that mean? I I feel like I kind of get the gist of it. What does it mean for the average user? So 
when people walk into organizations, they can, they often feel dead, like lifeless. Whereas an awakening organization is one that feels like a gorgeous forest, Mm -hmm. a forest that's alive and vibrant. So we work with companies to help them create their corporate strategies that also not only measure financial performance, but also measure cultural performance. And what the business research shows, Joel, is that there should be two-thirds emphasis on our corporate cultures, that is how we operate together, and one-third on financial results. And that's where the alchemy happens, where mm-hmm. often I'll meet with CEOs and they'll say, Kath, can you help me go from zero to 1.6 billion? Uh, like you did that other company. And I'm like, you know what? That's the wrong focus. Our focus yeah. needs to be on what problems are we solving and how are we solving them? And the Awaken Company kind of has three pillars to help organizations do that, to create healthy corporate cultures. So basically, it's not about the money. It's not about making money. It's about building culture within the company with like strategizing how you work together and as a team kind of. Great question, Joel. So the three pillars are first, we need to align ourselves. Mm -hmm. So the majority of people are disengaged at work. So how do we bring our spirit, our humanity back into our organizations is first. So and what the research shows is the more self-aware leaders are, the higher performing they are. And so how do we do that? We use a tool called the Enneagram to help leaders understand what their work-ons are and what their gifts are. We also Mm -hmm. do a lot of centering practice, mindfulness practice. Also get people to consider, are you coming from your more awake place or more asleep place? So that we align more with the, the universal stream that's within everybody. So that we come from our higher selves, our, our more powerful leadership gifts than you know, the, the egoic mantras. So that's the first pillars awakening ourselves. The next is, and this one's really, really important Mm -hmm. and it's underplayed and under, under talked about really is awakening our relationships. Okay. So, and that is how do we actually work together. So a lot of people, business, the Awakening Company, you know, we use business research, practical know-how and wisdom traditions. The business research says that the majority of people rate their time with their bosses as the worst time of their day. Mm -hmm. So like, how do we create healthy relationships in our organization? So that's the next pillar we work on is this actually spending time with each other, connect, really connecting with each other. And there's nothing that can replace that. And then trust is built. And when trust is strong, Mm -hmm. there's less of a tax on an organization. So everything moves faster. When we trust someone, everything moves faster. So is this kind of like a meditation for like within yourself for business? So the first awakening ourselves is we suggest meditation practice or Mm -hmm. stillness practice or centering practice. And then for relationships, we suggest how do we be heartfelt, mindful, and spacious in our relationships? How do we be positive, competent, and realistic? So that we're more, we bring our awareness to how we're actually being when we're working together. Gotcha. And then the third pillar is creating awakened corporate strategies, which we spoke about, which brings more of the humanity into our organization. So for example, like this app that I la- I launched with my partner, Tamara Sattler, it's really on, it's 
it's about our inner muse that Mm -hmm. app works as an inner muse. And I think technology can be so powerful in helping us to create better lives for people. And that's what that app is about. It's helping us to connect with our inner stream. And so that's very, very important. And yet it's, it's our relationship where the alchemy actually happens. How can I not know me without knowing you? Mm Mm-hmm. And so that, what, it, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead, go ahead, Joel. What, what, what made you want to create the app? What was it? Was it the? Uh, was it reaching more people through the technology? Yes, that's exactly it. So the app was inspired uh, by Tamara. Actually, she said to me, "You know, Kat, mm-hmm. let's work on an app to really help people." And Tamara, uh, Doctor Tamara Sadler, she is a psychologist, and okay. so she really sees kind of the all of the shadows that people are going through right now so she's like let's create something that can help remind people to be present throughout their days so that's what that app the app is about um it's it's very exciting to be launching it joel and to be using technology in this powerful way to get people connected to their own inner stream and their own inner wisdom their own inner guru their own Mm -hmm. inner inner source really and i think that that's what people are longing for at this time i we've created a world where people are looking to feel alive in all the wrong ways where we should be looking for meaning as as victor frankl spoke of in his powerful book man's search for meaning so and i've noticed a lot uh, in the workforce uh where i work and just in general you know people seem very disconnected with with themselves and with reality lately uh just because of the global markets uh the rising food prices gas prices you know people feel very disconnected and then they go to work and, and they and they portray that into their work is that something you see as well when you go into these businesses very much so very much so and and people people i think in many ways are starving for meaning mm-hmm. like i think they're really really hungry for meaning And so for us to create workplaces that feed that need, that kind of our atmospheres for Mm -hmm. how we can be together. And I do think, you know, the book is called The Awakened Company. My business is called The Awakened Company. And in reality, I think we're all awakening. Like, I think we're not awakened. If we're still here, we're not awakened. We are awakening. We're in the process of learning. We're in the process of growing, of being. (laughs) And so creating healthy systems and organizations where people can actually find meaning. So organizations need to have, for example, really healthy visions. And a lot of people, you know, Joel, they have visions that go on forever. People don't know them. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I, I think this is really cool about this is that you're, you're, you're pinpointing people's needs as a basic human, uh, services. So like with someone who's could be longing for like just respect in the workplace or, or someone in their relationship, you know, once, once meaning and, and stuff. I think that's awesome that you're, you're pinpointing those things and bringing it out of people and helping them find where their needs are at. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was finished. I was just waiting. I was waiting for your response for that. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, and I've I've also learned the hard way. Like I've made a whole bunch of mistakes. And so being a serial entrepreneur, high five to all those entrepreneurs <laughs> out there listening to this, because I know it's not simple. No, it's not. And I've made so many mistakes in my career, in my life that, you know, I, I'd love people to learn from those mistakes. 
Yeah, and it says I, I like what you have on. It's like on your very part, first part of your website. It's like we are experiencing a successful team who's been in your shoes. So not only are you bringing things to the table that are new, but you're also bringing your own experiences to the table and something to offer people. Like you're not just giving someone advice that you don't have yourself. You're bringing you're bringing your own experiences, your own advice of of stuff you've learned along the way. Very, very much so. And that's, I'd say, one of the key things that makes us different. So I've uh, obviously I've written a book, a best-selling and award-winning book, and I've also founded companies that have been some of the most profitable Mm -hmm. companies and won a number of awards for uh, workplace cultures. So when I'm working with CEOs and when we're working with CEOs, I've been in their shoes. So it offers different lenses for organizations to to view from because of my practical experience. So for example, let's look at one of the things that I have uh, really that I failed with, failed with in the past. And that was vision. So mm-hmm. imagine this. So we have our team together and I basically tell everybody what the vision is. Like, I'm like, this is the vision. And I kind of think, you know, they've heard the rallying cry and they totally get it. And then we brought a team in um, from Denmark to work with us mm-hmm. because there was nobody in North America doing what we were doing. And the first question they asked was, what is your vision? And nobody on my team raised their hands. Like nobody remembered it. And I cried myself to sleep that night because I realized it was such an epic failure on my part, a failure of my own leadership in terms of creation of vision. Vision needs to be created together. Uh, So one of the things that Margaret Wheatley says is people support what they create. So we then created a vision together and nobody ever forgot it. And we reiterated it and we reiterated our values. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge learning for me in terms of leadership and what leaders how leaders need to be and do in the workplace. So let's talk about, let's go back to the app. I want to, I want to real quick touch on that for a few seconds. Uh, You said it's launching soon. When is it launching and where can people find it? So you can find it in the Apple store now. It's a (laughs) (laughs) product. However, it hasn't officially launched yet. It will be officially launching in the next few months, but we have the, the prototype is available for people to go to the Apple store. You can go to awakenly.app to get on our wait list for the official okay. newsletter launch. Super excited about it. It has a morning mantra. So like something to begin your day with. It gets you to rate your centers for like mm-hmm. how you're feeling and offers suggestions based on that. And then it has daily whispers, which is like whispers of... um every day something to consider and think about and we're going to build on from there is this a free app or is this a is this a paid app it's a paid app and it's okay. super inexpensive right now so it's 2.99 a month 18 okay. bucks for a year and we're just going to build and grow from there and it's amazing because Tama has a psychological background and also a technology background. So she mm-hmm. is really, really been a great partner. And we also have uh, the thought leader in the world on the Enneagram involved in it and Amanda Haverluck and Sherry Goss. So, so it sounds, excited. sounds like this has been one of your big, big, uh, like I want, what am I, what's what I'm looking for. It's one of your big leaps that you are really excited and passionate about because you're willing to share something like some more experiences with the world. I am, it is brand new for me, Joel. So one of the things that I like suggest for people getting involved in 
to play and to experiment, like that's been my career. So to get involved in technology, it's been like a huge learning curve, <laughs> like a huge learning curve. And what's exciting is I have uh, a playbook coming out on how to create awakening organizations that will go with the book. So working with that and applying all those learnings to Awakenly has been fabulous. So I've got Awakenly and then a new playbook coming out the Awakened Company has been re-released. I also have a book in poetry. Oh so like for me, it's like when you're an entrepreneur and in your, when you're in creative stream, the invitation is to follow that thread, mm-hmm. to follow that inner goal, that inner place so that it gives you the energy to create what you want to create because there are really tough days. Yeah. And it's kind of, for me, that reminder of that creativity is within all of us and to keep following it. Because when I do, like the world and the universe is always winking at me, telling me I'm on or off in terms of my external environment, too. Yeah. <laughs> so to, just to keep that attitude of play and experimentation. So really excited about the playbook coming out, the app that's coming out. And all the corporate culture strategy work we do, it's really timely. People have said to me, you know, Kath, I thought the Awaken Company book was actually prophetic. And I'm like, come come off it. For me, it's just common <laughs> sense. Like, you've got to treat people well, treat people well, and good things will happen. So I want to actually, let's go, let's go back a little bit. Let's go to younger Catherine when she was, you know, first getting out of college and stuff and, and thinking what she was going to do with the world. What? Did you ever think you would get to this point? Like, was your was your thoughts like you you graduated with a degree and you were going to had your heart sound something or and you switched or what? Tell me what young Catherine was doing with herself before she decided to go to the Awakening Company. What was your thoughts and plans? And then what got you to the Awakening Company? Okay, here's a really funny story to tell you. So <laughs> I love fashion magazines when I was a young girl, and I looked at there was a picture of a very famous model, I think it was Paulina uh, and Estee Lauder. And I said, oh, she's the CEO of the company. I didn't figure out at the time that she was actually a model, not the CEO of the company. And then I said, I want to be a CEO of a company. Yeah. And I always kind of saw myself in, um, you know, the corner, the corner office, the leadership office. And my first degree, I started in science and then went into sociology and then went into market research And then I did my MBA and then I got into executive search. And I'd say my career didn't really come on stream until I was in my 30s. So I think until before your 30s, I'd invite everyone to really play and experiment with what you're doing. And I always saw myself leading. Leading what was not always clear, but leadership always seemed to be in my veins. Like I couldn't help... At the cottage, I organized a regatta when I was like 12 years old. Okay. Like I couldn't help but lead and create right from the beginning. So that's the, you know, that's a really great question. And for people to think about what are those common threads in their life that can help inform them for where they are now. And it's a great question. Well, and, you know, I like asking it because, you know, one of the things, you know, when you ask that question, people have to really think, cause like, what got me to this point? Like, you know, I had so many guests, like they know exactly right off the bat, like that's what got me to this point. And then some people have to stop and think like, you know, what really did get me to this? Like now I'm the CEO of a company or I'm the COO or I'm like the CFO. And it's like, 
what got me that point. And it's really interesting to hear people's stories. Um, like I, I had a guy on the show recently and, um, he was telling a story and he was like, you know, so passionate about something and he ended up switching his goals. And it's like, you know, you think about you, like you have your heart set on one thing. Like for me, I had my heart set on IT, like doing IT work. And, you know, now I'm helping with the family company, but it's like, you know, our family business, but like, I'm still in IT, but like, I haven't like, I haven't discouraged myself from that. And I, I've kind of not given up on it, but I've kind of rotated my, uh, like uh, my ideals and like gone towards the family business and helping my parents and, and growing their business and stuff. And, you know, I, I do that now. And it's like, you know, I still haven't lost sight of what I do, but like at the end of the day, I'm like, the family business is where my heart is at right now. And I'm mm -hmm. keeping that goal. So it's like, you know, thinking about, you know, where I'm at in life, you know, what, like, you know, you were talking about where your mindset is, you know, my mindset has been all over the place in the last few years. And it's like, I've had some different journeys and I've been on some different paths and, you know, ended up some in some interesting places and had met some very interesting people like yourself. I get to, you know, on this show, you know, I, I started the podcast like uh, about a year and a half ago, I feel like it's been, and, um, I've just been growing the show and just meeting new people. And, you know, one of the things I like about doing this show is when you get to meet new people, when you get to discuss matters of their lives, you get to learn how cool and interesting and intricate the world is because you find out all these different uh, different meanings in life for people's journeys and stuff. And, you know, one of the things I think is fascinating about your company is you're going into these businesses and you're picking apart people's psyches and you're you're learning what makes them tick to help them better themselves and grow themselves and make money in the end like you know so i think that's very awesome you know i've i've been um seeing a therapist for the last uh few months due to some issues that have happened uh in my previous marriage and you know what i've been learning about myself is that i have some you know desperate longings for to belong in the world and you know a lot of things my therapist says is like you're a go-getter because you'll find an idea and you'll just go after it he's like one of the things i think is good about this podcast is he's like you get to talk to people and you get to hear their lives and you get to kind of pick apart their lives kind of like what you do i get to pick apart and get asked the hard-hitting questions and learn you know what really made you do what you do and i think that's really cool um Sorry, I kind of went off on the uh, thing there, but no, I really do think what you do is really interesting. And, and one of the things I want to ask is, you know, when you when you started this company, did you really think that you would, you know, being you wanted to be a CEO and, and you wanted to be in the corner office, did you ever think that you would grow and expand it as much as I'm I'm looking at your your profile? It looks like you you hit a profit five hundred. Um, you've hit like a bunch of different awards and you're a best selling author. Um, like, did you ever think that when you had this dream? that you, when you got to that corner office, did you ever think that that was, you were going to become a best-selling author and all this stuff? Was it, was it part of the plan or was it kind of just a, I'm going to wait and see what happens kind of thing? What's very interesting for me is it's all about the learning. It's mm -hmm. not really, and where my energy is magnetized to and ensuring that I am on stream in line with that aim that I spoke about, because not always has it been easy. Like there's some hard mm -hmm. days and having a name and what that's one thing I suggest you have, you probably do. And your listeners have is to have an aim that you kind of remind yourself of mm -hmm. every day and live from that place. So for me, it's always been, where is the energy? I feel like energy is kind of chasing me. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So like, where's that energy chasing me to? How am I, how am I being of service? How am I really helping the world by contributing my contribution of work? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's challenging because awaken company, it's one thing to awaken ourselves, another thing to awaken individuals relationship and a whole other to awaken the collective, awaken a group of people, because mm-hmm. you spoke about it, this kind of intricate web of how we're all connected. Mm-hmm. And in that connection, I think there's an invitation for us right now, especially the world is asking us to evolve and grow and learn in a different mm-hmm. way and for our organizations to operate differently. And so that level of complexity is not always easy to communicate. And that is where I find myself really stimulated by, because no no corporate culture is the same. So I can, you can't really apply cookie cutter methodologies every time you step into an organization. Exactly. So it's requiring creativity and energy, different technologies, mm-hmm. different operations, different ways of being together that really... Um, illuminate what is more needed to be for those organizations to be of service in the world. It's fascinating work and working with great, great organizations that are really bettering the planet. That's awesome. You know, I I think, you know, one of the things that's been needed in this world is like different people who can help envision people's goals and, you know, help them reach their, their opportunity, their, not their opportunities, their, their goals and, and where they need to be in life. You know, I, I'm actually um really excited because I, I think one of the things that, you know, your company is doing is helping people reach where they need to be in a company, in their lives, uh, in their, and, and find their goals, find their aim. Uh, you, you use the word aim, um, you know, it, I think that everybody needs a goal, needs an aim uh, in their life. And, you know, some people just go to the nine to five job. They go back and forth and, you know, they do that. They daily, they daily drive themselves. They daily drive themselves on the ground and, you know, they lose sight of their aim. And, you know, I think that if you remind people of their aim and like, hey, this is the goal you're working towards, this vacation, this trip to Hawaii, this this new car, this something, something they can set their minds to. Like, I know that everybody has something they're always t- reaching towards and, you know, and maybe a better promotion or they want to be the CEO one day, you know, all these different things. I think finding their aim in life, you know, is something that I think a lot of people need to need to find and and not many people have many people have given up on and, and not many people have have searched for anymore because we're so in our daily drive of like I'm gonna go to work come home go work come home you know they've kind of given up on that uh, so I think that's really cool that you're helping people reignite that aim in their lives it's one of the first things so I work with a very few uh, very few CEOs and however I have a team of coaches who work with us who mm-hmm. help uh, leaders find this it's one of the first things we work on is what is your actual aim and what's so surprising is many leaders don't know it and either we're going to lead our consciousness our awareness or we will be led yeah and i would invite everybody to really think about how are you leading where you're placing your attention so that attention can be used and to really bring we need to bring back the humanity into our organizations because without that humanity we're checked out we're we're on automatic and will ultimately it's a disservice to everybody. Yep. Well, Catherine, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. 
Thank you so much for having me, Joel. Great questions. It was fun to be interviewed by you. Well, it's awesome. It's been awesome having you on. Uh, for those listening, uh, Catherine's information and her uh, links to her uh, website and her book and all the stuff she's just talked about on the show will be available on the website uh, at www.ittechtalkpodcast.com. Uh, if you're interested in checking out her book, her app, all that stuff will be on the website. You can check it out, check her links out, uh, give her a, give her a ring, uh, uh, get some information from her if you need it um, or hire her and, and, and have her come to your company. Uh, we've had such a fun time, you know, building this website for people to get this information. And we've heard so many great stories of people who've used the information we have put on the website. Um, we actually, uh, one of the things I'm excited and Catherine had her excitement about her app. We are excited that we've launched, uh, you know, I'm a big tech guy. I've launched a blog on the site to discuss different tech, uh, tech issues and stuff in the world and uh, different products and stuff that I find interesting. You know, this, the show started as a tech blog um, for me to talk about tech and it, it became an entrepreneurship show. And, you know, one of the things I w- missed was doing a, um, doing a tech show again. So one of the things that I was big and passionate about was getting the blog up to talk about tech again. So for those interested, you can check out the blog and check out the tech links I have in there for different products, laptops, bags, whatever i've been interested in i use for my daily drivers um but yeah you can check that out again Catherine. thanks so much for coming on i am excited to see where your company goes uh in the next few years i am excited to even check out your book i am going to put my uh reading list of things to buy this year and oh well, the year's almost over but for next year to get to read and i will uh send you an email or shoot you a, uh, a message uh with, with my uh thoughts on your book and uh i look forward to even possibly getting you back on the show in a few years maybe even a year and discuss where your company's gone and what new things you've done with the app thank you so much joel and keep up your important work and i love how you're connecting the dots in so many different ways and thank you so much yeah thank you all right Catherine. well you have a wonderful day thank you so much for coming on thank you joel bye for now 